I did scream at a lot of people to download our podcast. <laughs> Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Well, here we go. Hello. Hello, parladies. Welcome to Women Can't Parlay. We're back again for another so, episode. Episode <laughs> number 26. Wild. Yeah. Too bad it's not episode 27 because it's April 27th. Um, yeah, is that a something? It's not a coincidence. I mean, it is. I feel like there's a word for it that I don't know. Yeah. If you're scoping us out on, you know, Apple podcast, you might find that we have a whole bunch of new ratings and reviews. That's because we introduced our podcast to our hometown this past weekend. And by introduced, we mean (laughs) forced upon them without their consent. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't have a voice. Not because of the drinking or the talking. It's yelling at people to give me their phones so I can (laughs) tell their podcast. Oh man, no. We had a good time and told a lot of our friends about it. So they've all been very supportive. It's kind of weird. Which, how many downloads do we have? Oh shit. I meant to check that before I got on. Guys, our goal, obviously from last week, we're we're so close to 5,000 downloads, which yeah, I think at this point we've hit 5,000. Like I meant to go check right before we started. And obviously I was like in a tizzy getting home from work. But I mean, yeah, at this point, like we can pretty much officially just say like we've hit 5,000 downloads because we're so close. It's just not even funny. So we'll make a post this week. But yeah, thanks oh, yeah. for help. 5,000 yeah. downloads in roughly six months, I think, right? I think our preview episode October because we did the candy for Halloween. Yeah, I I can't remember if it was our preview launched the 28th of October and then our first episode was like that next week or what it was. Yeah, but it was definitely in that vein. So it's like I always say October 28th is like when we started. So maybe that was our first episode. So like, yeah, Yeah. it's like six months exactly. Yeah, dope. Congrats, Jess. Yeah, I know. Look at us. By the way, that's Jess and I'm Rainy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we almost had it. We said women can't parlay 30 times. Yeah, we just forgot our fucking names. That's okay. You don't need to know. I sound like a different person this week than normal, so. Yeah, I know. I feel like I can barely hear you, though. Yeah, same. I but can I know it's. I know it's because of your German Fest voice, and that just is what it is. <laughs> it's my G-Fest voice, y'all. Yeah, 26. 26? 26. What the hell happened to me this weekend? Uh, I'm starting to wonder. And we still can't remember to say our fucking names. So like 5,000 downloads uh, is is the grace of God because ain't no way that people are listening to this because they think we're good. (laughs) No, 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 no. Also, side note, if y'all did listen last week and you heard about the Nagelschlagen, Nagelschlagen? Uh, Didn't even fucking play. Saw it one time, didn't even play. Yeah, sorry guys. We, uh, we like to uh, tease you all with things that we, we don't, don't really plan on doing. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you that I had to sleep home alone at my parents' house, which by the way is haunted. So oh, um, I told you I would stay there. So no ghost attacks in the middle? No, of the I did almost make Jess stay the night at my parents' house with me though. I'm like, I'm 36 years old. I have to move past this. <laughs> so no, I think there's only like one haunted room. So That's good. That's contained. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I watched this like really funny video. It was actually, you know, Ellen and her like producer, Andy, Mm -hmm. she makes them go to those haunted houses. Recently, they found out that one of their producer, one of their other producers supposedly thinks our house is haunted. So Mm -hmm. they went there with this like professional person with like all this equipment and it was, it was hilarious and whatever, but it was like creepy also as fuck because she had all these tools that like you can speak to the ghost with and it was mm-hmm. like holy crap no thank you and it like yeah it, whatever i'm not trying to get on like a ghost do you believe in ghosts or not situation but i do if i didn't i would after watching this i know <laughs> but i love those conversations so anytime you want to have one sign yeah, me up yeah maybe we'll have a ghost episode okay um and we'll like bring equipment to your parents house and we'll like find the ghost and talk to the ghost yeah 
I'll say aunts. Total now and then vibes. Uh, Hells yeah. Personally, it's been about mm, 30 years since I've done a seance. Wait, no, just kidding. I would have been six. I don't know if I ever did a true seance. I know I like always wanted to from that movie now and then, but I don't know that it ever happened. Like I know I went to like a camp one time and we played like, what are the games you play in the bathroom with like, Oh, bloody Mary. Yeah. Bloody Mary. And then like creepy shit actually happened. (laughs) Yeah. And candy man. Yeah. Um, But other than that, that's probably about as seancey as it gets for Jess. I've done multiple (laughs) seances in my day. (laughs) Also, of course, the light is a feather. Oh, I have done that before. Yeah. And I'm not proud of this and I'm actually, I think blacked it out of my memory, but like Ouija board one time that I will never even look at one of those again. Really? Oh my God. Nope. I don't, I, I, which never I, don't one. I don't trust any, anyone anyway with that because there's so many hands on this thing. It's like, you're fucking moving that. Like yeah. it's, it's hard for me to really believe that, but also I do believe in shit like that sort of. So I don't know, but I just like got completely freaked out the time we did it. And it, like, it just gave me this super weird feeling. So I don't yeah. know. Gross. We played, um, we actually had to play light as a feather, stiff as a board in psychology in high school. What? Yeah. I, what was her name? Miss um, Ka- Casper? Oh shit. She was, yeah, she was our she was guidance like a, counselor she was for like a while. Team manager, Miss Casper. She was fucking crazy. Yeah. Wasn't her like, do- kid's name like Johanna or something? Oh Joe- yeah. Something like that. We ended up like lifting up a girl and they both went to school with and yeah. like, it was real. Like it actually happened. Like we lifted her up so high because <laughs> yeah, I was like that- a freshman in a psychology class and it was like with your classmates mostly. Yeah. Well, I hate myself for not taking that class. I wonder what I had to do instead. Um, Probably athletics. <laughs> you're right. Um, I think like Jack was in it too. So like, yeah, I don't know what you were doing. I probably Actually, already. I think, were you in like, what biology class was it with? Never. No, you weren't in that either. No. I did theater though. Cause I feel like. Oh, it was probably, you were probably in theater yeah, then. Cause it was extra. So. It was yeah, stupid. I bet so. Cause theater was like back then, like everybody wanted to be in theater. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet that's exactly where you were. Yeah, we played at a fart machine underneath the stage one time, and it was hilarious. Anyway, nice. it's still funny, and I'm mid-30s. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So anyway, like, Avi, based on Rainey's voice, like, we survived slash barely survived mm-hmm. German Fest. Yeah, barely. Um, it was a success. We had... Twister vibes come in on like Friday night and it just like this big gush of wind and we ran inside. But then like two minutes later, everybody ran inside because it started pouring down rain. Yeah. It was Um, crazy. A few tornadoes like in the local like area, apparently. I didn't know, but not where we were. So that's good. Thankfully. Yeah. It was a really weird weather weekend. Like Friday, the shit storm, literally. And then Saturday was. It was was partly cloudy, but it was fine. Yeah. And then like Sunday was like hot summer, not a cloud in the sky. Jess is now sunburnt. Yeah. I was like, it turned Jess into a lobster. (laughs) (laughs) We even sunscreened it up. I burnt. Oh, your forehead. It kind of went away, but literally like half an inch on the top of my forehead was burnt. I'm like, we were only even out there for like an hour and a half. And then I went and put a hat on. Yeah. I was still burnt. Like on the hat. No Nagel Schlagen videos. Sorry, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. We didn't play. <laughs> we didn't play anything but like get back in the beer lines. Yeah. It was walk inside. <laughs> it seriously was a circle. Stand outside, talk to people, drink, go inside, go pee, get a drink, come back outside, start over again. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And then go eat. <laughs> Yes, yes. It is a lot more fun than that, guys, though. You should really try it out if you have a good. Yeah, for sure. Good times. Good times. I also have to mention this, like, funny conversation that I was having with my mom because, like, I I was talking to her. I was like, are chicken pox still a thing? (laughs) She's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I was just thinking how, like, I've never gotten COVID and I never got the chicken pox. And I just was like, I feel like kids don't get the chicken pox anymore. And she's like, yeah, Jess, there's a vaccine for it. And I was like, oh, 
And I'm like, so do I have the vaccine? And she's like, Jen, she's like, no, you had the chicken pox. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And she's like, yeah, you did. And I'm like, uh, when? Cause this is news to me. Cause like, I really grew up like never really getting the chicken pox. Oh yeah. But there was this one time when I was actually at your fucking house for your sister's birthday. And we were going like, we were playing in the Creek behind your house. And I slid down the hill to like get to the Creek. Yeah. And I had like poison Ivy on my butt the next day. So I think <laughs> my mom counts that as the chicken pox. And I'm like, Mom, that's not the chicken pox. I mean, she's a nurse. I would hope not, I know. So now I need to call her and be like, wait, what are you talking about? This was all via text. Well, and where are my vaccination records? Like, yeah, because like, I'm like, if I didn't get the vaccine for chicken pox, I need it because I'm still staying that I never had the chicken pox. Um, yeah, no, it was just funny because I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, yeah, it's well, like, it's, this is all news to me. Yeah. But it's kind of wild too because Andy had it twice, which is impossible. Oh, but yeah. it was like the first time she had it, it was like two. She had like two somewhere. And they were like, yeah, that's the chicken pox, but it never like spread or got crazy. Right. And then a little later, like, I don't know if it was years or months or whatever, but she got it again, like full fledged. And my mom was like, that's what I mean. Like I feel like, yeah, I feel like I can safely say I never got it full fledged. Yeah. And um, the only thing I can think of is randomly that story where I like got poison ivy like on my butt. But like, I've never really had poison ivy either. Like that was the only time I ever had poison ivy. And my brothers brought poison ivy home on like a daily fucking basis. Yeah, I believe My that. mom would get it doing laundry every day. <sighs> it's the worst. Yeah. I got it all the time. That's good. Yeah, I only had it that one time, which apparently now my mom is claiming was chicken pox. Chicken pox. <laughs> so oh. I, need to, I need to give her a fucking ring and be like, what are you talking about? Oh, we need to get Nitter on the phone. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, random fucking shit. No one cares yeah. about. That section is done. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome and sorry. <laughs> yeah. Please stay with us. So we'll uh, move into the meat Actual- of it. No, I was like, we'll actually start talking about like sports and gambling and shit. Maybe. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we advertise this podcast as. <laughs> yeah. Not our life story. God. Although uh, that Creek was a lot of fun when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, we played in that Creek all the freaking time. Like how it's just funny to think about like how we didn't die from like snakes and shit. I don't know. but oh, Dude, I do not know how not one of myself, my sisters or any of y'all broke bones. Nothing, yeah. no snake bites, no broken bones, no fucking concussion is wild. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. even. Anyway. First thing we're going to talk about is uh, this weekend, the most exciting two minutes of sports, the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Yes. I'm yeah. sure people mm-hmm. argue that that's not true, but Whatever the Kentucky Derby, get your Sunday hats ready. Yeah, actually, I might do that. Which is funny because we're going to the horse races on Sunday and I didn't even put together that this is Kentucky Derby weekend. So yeah. So uh, you'll be able to bet on that too, probably. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. I've gone to the horse races before and it's fun. And I've actually also gone to the dog races, which is even more fun, but I haven't been in a while. So I'm very excited to go. I'm a graze for days girl. I like to bet on graze, but that was actually something I meant to look up with like the field for Saturday is like, which of these are gray horses. Okay, I was going to say, what's that? <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like a theory. Like some people like to bet on certain like horses. Like, so is I, it just like a gray horse? You mean like it's yeah. color? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, that's some term I've never heard of. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm really not prepared. <laughs> yeah. No, like some people say like bet on like this, you know, blanket or whatever whatever they call those bib colors and then like some people say like bet on the horse that like pees right before the race and then well so that's interesting that you said that anyway i don't know if you're gonna bring this up but there's like some new things this year oh no yeah so something i learned which i'm sure people that bet regularly on horse races or go to the kentucky derby like know this shit but i didn't so lasix is like uh injectable and they it's so so it's like wildly banned outside of the united states so the rest of the world 
does not allow you to inject your horse with Lasix before your race. Huh. And what it does. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? Like, like I was like, does it have something to do with their eyesight? Cause I just was like, stupid. Yeah. Like, that's what I would have thought. Yeah. But so as of this year, I don't know if it's everywhere in the United States, but definitely like the big races like Kentucky Derby. Um, and then like, there's two more, they are not allowing this Lasix inject injectables for any of their horses, but basically, so they administer it four hours before the race to prevent or reduce the severity of like exercise induced bleeding. So when horses like run, and I'm going to come full circle to what you said, but so when they're running and breathing, like it's causing their blood to forcefully move or whatever, and it can get into their lungs and like be obviously really bad for them. So anyway, I couldn't really understand. So somebody let us know, but it, I guess supposedly reduces that from happening or like helps it not happen. But obviously the rest of the world doesn't do it. And they're like, these horses are fine. Like they don't need this. But the other reason they do it is it's uh, kind of like a diuretic. So they give it to them. So they pee and they pee like 20 to 30 pounds of fluid before the race. So then they can run a lot faster, obviously. Right. So interesting. Right. And also it's used in humans for like blood pressure regulation and stuff. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure my dad's on that shit. That's why I was like, what, what is this anyway? Random, but yeah, the peeing one. So we'll see if a lot of horses are peeing or not (laughs) typically like on the, I don't know, like betting sheet or however they usually mark the horses that are, that got injected like with an L by their thing. So if you ever see an L by a horse, it's because they are on LASIKs or whatever. So gotcha. wow. that was interesting. Learn yeah. something new every day. I'll have to check that out. I know, but not this year, not at the Kentucky Derby. Gotcha. Dang. Wow. Okay. Well, Good coming go. with the facts, Rainy. I always do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Kentucky Derby this Saturday, um, it says, from what I read, post time is 6.57 Eastern time. It's to air on NBC. Essential quality is the favorite, mm-hmm. um, yeah. at least as of today, with two to one odds drawing the number 14 post position. Um, it's a field of 20. And I was just going to list off like the names and the odds here because I like to also look at the names of the I horses. Love- Love the names. As you can see, and as, or I guess, as you can hear, clearly very um, professional handicappers when it comes to horses. <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't know how you fucking handicap a horse anyway. So, like, that's why I don't give a shit. But yeah, so I already named Essential Quality and then Rock Your World yeah, is I like five to one, Known Agenda, six to one, Hot Rod Charlie, eight to one, Highly Motivated, 10 to one. Mandaloon 15 to 1, Medina Spirit 15 to 1, Obezos is 20 to 1, uh, Midnight Bourbon, Dynamic 1, King Fury are all also 20 to 1 odds, Superstock, Soup and Sandwich. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Bourbonic, <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. 30 to 1 odds. And then Like the King, Brooklyn Strong. Keep Me in Mind, Saint Hood, Helium, and Hidden Stash are all 50 to 1 odd horses. So yeah, out of those, Bourbonic was my fave. Nice. And I'm probably going to throw like five bucks on a few of these horses. So um, definitely on which one you're into. I was like, will you get me on Soup and Sandwich? (laughs) Perfect. Done and done. Okay. No, I watched, I've been to the horse races too a couple times. I've like watch the Kentucky Derby once or twice. I would love to go someday, but yeah. I, like reading about it is interesting because I don't really, I don't know anything about it. It's just kind of interesting, but like, so this is the 147th running of, of the Kentucky Derby, which is wild because that's a lot. Yeah. Um, one thing I kept like seeing was, so like it's a 20 stall thing, which I don't know that it's always been a 20 stall. I think it was like 14 or something like yeah, that. At one point. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But what's crazy is, so they've, Okay. Yeah. So it's only the second year for a 20 stall thing. And they have like a 65 foot starting gate, how it was before it kind of made it really hard for like, you kind of want to be in the middle. So you, cause you have a better chance of like not getting cut out or yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So now, so, well, one of the things I read, like this one uh, known agenda, for instance, was assigned or is assigned to post one. 
And you know, I love a good random fucking trivia thing. Love it. So no Derby winner has left from post one since Ferdinand in 1986. Has so like led or won? Has won. So okay. like every every horse or every whatever horse and uh, jockey that has been assigned to post one, the last time a horse actually won from post one was 1986. Gotcha. So, yeah, so that's a sucky spot. Exactly. So, so that was kind of the consensus that I saw. Was, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you already said but, known agenda. Probably don't bet on that, but there's six. Yeah, but, like in the third well, but, spot. Well, but now it's, there's a lot less concern with the new, like, um, like, 20 stalls and like with this gate. So it totally makes it more of an even playing field from what I read. So, gotcha. Gotcha. God, sorry about my weird, weird voice today. <laughs> Doing You're things. Fine. I'm just like oh. not active listening, I guess. My brain no. is not functioning at all. No, it's just kind of crazy because I never even thought about that. But of course, I mean, it's like track, right? You start all at different spots because yeah. the track is oval. So it has to be fair. But when you're all starting from, that i mean i don't know it's kind of wild something you never think about definitely yeah oh breaking breaking news logan paul announces blockbuster fight with floyd mayweather on june 6 in miami yeah so that was the one that was supposed to happen in february and then they pushed it back and i don't know why like i don't know like we had kind of talked about like it was weird and they had said they wanted to wait till they could have a full crowd and then they had they're the ones that had that early bird special and i don't know that that the early bird sales went very well. So you could literally yeah. buy it for 20 bucks and then Not it goes yet. up to like 80 plus from there or something. So yeah. um, I don't know how they'll handle that. Like who, like if people already bought it and whatever, I'm sure yeah. they're going to honor it, but yeah, I'm really anxious to see that fight, even though I think like it's going to be a joke. I'd much yeah. at this point, I would much rather see Jake Paul fight. Yeah fight Floyd Mayweather because that's our like boxing fight that we're like looking for for Jake to fight and you know Logan Paul at this point has only had like I think one other fight or two other fights and like he lost like I mean and it's just like goes to show you like if you have enough money like you can do whatever you want whatever you want happen so I don't know I look like squints you do look like squints right now (laughs) like exactly that's not a good not a good look for me uh, um, I loved it. Anyway, back to horses. I'm sorry. But yeah, well, no, it was actually a perfect segue because mm-hmm. I didn't really have much more on the Kentucky Derby. I just wanted to bring it well, up, talk about the odds a little bit and that I will be partaking, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to handicapping a horse. So like mine are going strictly off the color of the horse and the name of the horse and like <laughs> yeah. maybe the fucking favor of the horse and apparently it's pole position. Yeah. Or it's post position. <laughs> well, not as much anymore, but yeah. yeah. Well, I was always curious because I didn't really know how much they made. So apparently there's like a $3 million purse, but the winner share, assuming that all 20 start and like nobody drops out or nothing happens. Yeah. Um, the payout or the winner share is like a million eight hundred and sixty. So cool. It's good. Nice. That's a good payout for a couple minutes around the track. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. I know they like made up for last year's Kentucky Derby in like what November or something. Yeah. Making that up, but it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. So now I guess they're catching back up because this is the normal time that it runs is always the first Sunday or first Saturday of May. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. There's a Kentucky Derby y'all. Boom, bitches. (laughs) Moving on. Just, you know, we've kind of mentioned in the, even the last couple episodes, um, hockey and NBA playoffs, are coming up soon we're not really going to get into it and i know we haven't maybe talked a lot about you know where teams sit but there's just a lot of play that happens through the regular season and um, once we kind of start getting towards the end you know we'll definitely start integrating them like those seasons into our discussions more um the nhl playoffs begin on may 11th and the nba playoffs start on may 22nd so you know starting even as early as next week we'll definitely you know begin discussing like the postseason more and betting on it and and all that good fun stuff but i did kind of want to discuss an interesting thing that's happening in the nba they are changing their playoff format a little bit and i honestly don't even know if this is going to be forever now or what yeah it's 
Do you what? Say I that. don't know that they have announced or if they even know if this is going to be like. They don't. They said it's only for this year so far. If it goes well, then they might continue it. But they have officially said that they're, this is like a, it's not a contract, but like a one-year contract. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is a one-time thing. We don't know if it's going to continue, but it is basically this new play in style, like tourney situation. So I don't know that I like it. Yeah. I don't, I've got mixed feelings. Um, So basically um, for those who don't know, normally with the NBA playoffs, you have your separate conferences and eight teams from each make it in. So like eight teams from the West, the Western conference, eight teams from the Eastern conference, the top eight make it in based on your record. They're changing that up a bit this year to where teams who make the one through six position are automatically in, but seven and eight are play in positions. So you have and so to are nine and ten. Nine and ten are too. Well, no, nine and ten yeah. play each other, but right. like the position of seven and eight are what's going to be determined. Like, Correct. Yeah. 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 So then yeah. seven and eight are the play in position. So seven and eight play each other, nine and ten play each other. The loser of nine and ten is out. The winner will play the loser of the seven and eight seed game. And the winner of the seven, eight seed game gets the seventh seed spot saying that correctly. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the top six go, yeah, then yeah. we still need two more spots. So seven and eight play, whichever one wins yeah, is the seventh seed, like you said. And then that, that loser plays the winner of the nine and 10. And gets, then, that winner gets the eight seed. Yeah. So maybe that's the last part I missed, but anyway, I think you get the gist of it. And yeah, mixed feelings, right? So like, what are your feelings? Well, you said you don't like it. Well, I mixed feelings too. Right. And of course I read like, you know, like Mark Cuban and Luca, well, Luca was the first to like make a comment about how he didn't like it. And Mark, Mark Cuban like backed him up and was like, you know, obviously totally agrees with him. But I mean, already this year, their schedule was a little different and they were playing um, like a condensed schedule anyway. So that automatically makes it harder. Y'all can't hear this because we have awesome mics, but like Jess is literally dying right now. Like I'm the one who's always coughing and I'm terrified. Are you okay? I don't know. I think I just died. (laughs) I do too. Oh shit. Hold on. I got to get some water. (laughs) Yeah, please. Yeah. Jeremy, fetch you back. I thought I was out of the woods. I'm fucking dead wrong. Yeah. Literally. Just leave it up to us recording the podcast for my voice to be like, see you later. <laughs> I really don't know where that just came from. And I really, sorry. I'm glad I muted though. Yeah. Good call. Um, um, but I totally like interrupted your entire like, oh, also, it's shoot. fine. I was more worried about you than Mark Cuban. Um, no, I just like, they're already playing a condensed schedule this year, which makes it harder anyway for some teams, like, especially because a lot of times at the end of the season, like teams will go on a run. Right. And it's like, you need that yeah. to, to be able to get in. And so when it's, well, let me just say this, any change ever is hard. So sure. <laughs> they've been doing top eight forever and now they're changing it. And it's like, that's going to suck. But he basically was just saying like, it's going to make it even harder to get in. Like, you could go on a run and be kicking ass and then lose one game and then you're out of the fucking playoffs when really your record is better than somebody that makes it in just because of like one game, like seven versus eight or nine versus yeah. 10. So, I mean, I get it. Um, that's why I kind of mixed feelings because I sure would be fucking pissed if we had like a good record or like a decent record and would have been in like the seventh spot. But then because we're only taking six guaranteed, I now, we now have to play for a spot. I'm like, that sucks. Cause technically we sh- we're the top eight. So, yeah. I mean, it's change. And I think that's the hardest part, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, my thoughts are like, it's like, initially I'm like, is this really necessary? Like yeah. they play how many games and a million. at the end of it, are we really not to a point where we're like, okay, these are the top eight teams. Like they're determined. That's it. Let's move on. Like, I think they do enough play through the season to where we should be able to soundly say that, like, these top eight teams are the top fucking eight teams. Um, So, like, for that reason, like, I'm kind of like, 
again, is it necessary? And then additionally, I have the same thoughts like for these years, specifically for COVID, because it's so condensed. They're playing back to back to back to back to back. They're exhausted. It's like, are we really going to throw this at them too? And then like you said, a team with, you know, a better record, not making it because they had one bad game at the end of the fucking season, you know, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I'm with you there. But to play a little bit of devil's advocate, like there is a bit of excitement that this brings, you know, which it's already playoff basketball. So like, it's already like exciting times, but it just kind of adds another element of excitement to it. So like, I can't say I necessarily hate that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it is kind of cool to have that like last dying wish hope kind of thing to like get in at the end. And if you're, you know, a team that is on the bubble or on the edge of like making playoffs, it's like, you know, well, you need to play better through the regular season so you don't yeah. end up in that position. But again, it's like, it's all for more dramatics. I'm sure there's a lot of money behind it. I mean, blah, blah, for blah, sure. you know, sure. all the things that motivate these kind of things. And, you know, it does suck if you're going to be in that like seventh, eighth position and like you could potentially, you know, lose out or get a worse seed because, you know, you just had a couple it. bad games at the very yeah. end. So yeah, for sure. But I'm also kind of like, do I find it interesting? Yes. Like I, I do think it's a little bit more exciting and a little bit more dramatic, Yeah. but it's like, that isn't that what the playoffs are for anyway? So yeah, for sure. And also to me, it's like, well, this year is the year to try it. Like why not? Yeah, it, it, yes. Good point. I mean, I just hate that they are already so exhausted from their mm-hmm. current regular season play and then they're going to go straight into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so this is just another like element that like they have to go through, but, and then it's like, you know, how often do seven and eight seeds really go on and make it too far? So it's kind of like, you can kind of argue it either way. And I yeah. see both arguments, but me too. I mean, I, but I will say, like, I'm intrigued. So yeah, me too. I'm interested at in the point. Getting more eyes on it, getting more people interested, like shaking it up every once in a while. It's kind yeah. of what you have to do. Yeah, I agree. So we shall see. Yeah, so look forward to that, and just you know, informing you know the women can't parlay world here that uh, <laughs> NBA playoffs are shaking things up this year. If you didn't already know. Yeah, check it out because uh, we are just very, very few weeks away from what would be those play-in tourney games. So yeah, and unfortunately for us, both those Dallas teams are like on the cusp. Like, right. yeah, yeah, it's like like the Stars are currently at number four because in theirs, yeah, which it's kind of different well, too, which we've talked yeah. about. But they're in the fourth position, but they also have two less games than everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and aren't they like, like barely coming up? Aren't they like barely in fourth too? Like, didn't they just get in fourth yeah. like after this past weekend or something? Yeah, they're barely in fourth and they also have two less games played and they have a very difficult schedule ahead of them the next couple of weeks. So it's going to be tough for them. Oh, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, they were fucking runner up last year. Like, yeah. I mean, shit, Dallas, what are we doing? Yeah. And then the Mavs are kind of in the same position where they're currently sixth, but they're like had barely just gotten to the sixth position. And, you know, if they fall back to seventh, then they're going to have to do this bullshit. So, yeah, they're um, both on the cusp. Yeah. Both Dallas teams are kind of uh, riding that line. So we'll see what happens with them, but we'll definitely be talking a lot more about it as we get into the playoffs there. Yeah. I mean, no wonder Cuban and Luca are fucking pissed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they'd probably have a little bit different of a, of yeah. a an opinion if they were number one or something. Yeah, you know, I don't for know. Sure. So wait, uh, tell me this. Cause I don't, I, I've never really been into hockey. Well, not that I don't really enjoy watching it, but so do they go off of like points? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like goal score total. Well, points all are representative of like different things that happen, but okay. like there's individual points and there's team points. Okay. Um, but yeah, theirs goes off of points. It's not necessarily their record, but yeah. like wins are like two points, ties are a point, And then like a loss is like zero points or something like okay. that. Gotcha. Um, so it is a little bit different. Cause like you can still like tie a game and lose an overtime, but still get a point. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that. So I definitely know that some of our listeners don't know that. And a lot of them do know yeah. that. 
but oh yeah for sure no and those are things that we should think about for like the podcast where it's like you know I may know how it operates but like it's definitely something like whenever or like or I think I do and I should probably refresh myself because this shit also changes a lot totally you know I'm a lot more tuned into that stuff now that we have this pod but Feel hard. Always watching sports, but maybe not being like as clued in on things and like the rules and that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, like duh, that would be a really like interesting thing to talk about. And like even like our next topic, segue, yeah, segue alert, like um golf. We're about to talk about this like PGA tour bonus bonus pool situation. And I'm like looking at this and like thinking about this, I'm like, can somebody please explain to me like how golf is so motherfucking profitable. Like I mean, I'm just sitting here really talking, not like where the fuck does their revenue come from that they have like all these bajillions of dollars to be paying the shit out all the time. Well, that's guess, the like, thing though. Big sponsorships and stuff. Cause yeah. my thought process was, or at least learning about this new super thing. <laughs> I think actually why they're making this is because the big wig golfers don't, really make that much money from the tournaments that they win. They make it from their endorsements. Okay. So yeah, like the dude that just won the masters, what did he win? Like $2 million, which is a lot of money, but like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think it's very hard to make it in a sport like professional golf, especially because you have to get to, not only do you have to get the big tours, but then you have to win. So like, I do agree that I think it's hard for them to make money so this is another way, and we'll we'll talk about the semantics of this in a minute, but oh, my well, question was, where does the golf association make their money? That they can pay this out, you know, because it's not just the PGA doing this, it's golf associations. They have only so many tours, or so, so many competitions a year, and this might be a dumb question, it's just something that I never thought about before until today, but I'm uh-huh. assuming it's like big sponsorships, and golf is a expensive fucking sport but actual topic is the pga has announced that they are going to introduce a bonus pool and it sounds like this is in response to other organizations in golf collectively doing the same thing but theirs is going to be a 40 million dollar bonus pool for players that actually drive up sponsorship notoriety and like social media discussions. The metrics will include Google search, social media engagement, and it will be paid out to at this time, the top 10 players. And it will start with an $8 million going to like the top person and then working its way down from there. So pretty much Tiger Woods is just going to continue to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, I think they had like a simulated score using the algorithm from 2019 and it ended up being Tiger Woods being the top of the list, Rory, then Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson, uh, Ricky Fowler were the top five. And then it was Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose, and Adam Scott were the second five who would have like essentially gotten paid had they done this in 2019, which... Again, that was just simulated. They're not actually getting paid. So yeah, you're right. Of course, like Tiger is always one of the most talked about people. But that's the point though, right? I mean, this whole purpose is to draw more attention to golf in general, right? And he does exactly that. So, I mean, there's nobody more associated with that game than Tiger Woods in my mind. Not right now. Yeah, absolutely not. And I think this is just an interesting model and method of thinking of way, of how to do things because that is the nature of the world we live in. Like everything is driven on social media and, you know, med- like internet-based media content. So it's interesting, you know, how people are now building these figures and models and algorithms around that kind of behavior because I do think this is something that should be taken into account when you're going to pay someone for celebrity based type world because it really is important to a business model whether it is like a very large organization like the NFL or maybe something smaller like the PGA and i think this could maybe even be potentially good for college athletes right cuz like that's a big thing with college athletes they're bringing a very large presence to these organizations and like the NCAA who are profiting from it but yeah. the person themselves is not right Yeah. You know, now that they're opening that like name image likeness situation up a little bit, this may be something that they could look into. 
Yeah, I go. I mean, I, I, I'm on both sides on this too. Like I don't fully understand it yet. Cause I don't fully understand golf and how it works for sure, but it's kind of like, okay, so we're just going to continue to pay the ones who make the most, even more money. And it's going to make it even harder for like the lower people or the not so popular people to make money or, you know what I mean? Like there's no, it's just weird to me. I'm like, okay, I get it, but I'm also just like interested in like, okay, so that guy needs to, what does he need to do to go viral? But I think too, in their defense, people like Tiger Woods and a couple other, they're just so beyond the game of golf and PGA and they're just like worldwide celebrities at this point. Yeah. They built this themselves totally through the game of golf, but then using their own brands and personalities to get to where they are, even without being paid through the game of golf, even with their limited pay, you know, they made their way to the top. Yeah. Yes. I do think, Hey, Tiger Woods really need eight more million dollars a year. Probably not. So like maybe do a top 25 or a top 50 situation and like spread it out a little more and spread the love. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely Um, in favor of something like that, but I think it is fair to say that these are the top people who are like bringing a lot of fame and notoriety and more sponsorships to the game of golf. So like, it's fair to argue that they would deserve some more money. And for sure. I like, I mean, in case in point, right. Like Tiger Woods salary in 2020. So like golf makings, I guess was $2.3 million. Mm -hmm. He's worth $800 million. Exactly. So the rest of that fucking shit, y'all came from Nike, came from whatever, came from all the, all of his endorsements. So yeah, I mean, like I agree. Oh yeah. Here they all are. (laughs) Rolex, TaylorMade, Upper Deck, MotorCore, Monster Energy. So yeah, I mean, like I get it and I agree. I just, am like, man, how, I don't know. Just interesting. I'd like to get somebody's take that like follows golf is aware of all of this stuff. Well, and I would imagine it's probably people like Tiger Woods who demanded this totally and said, look what I do. Like, look at those figures right there. He's like, you're only paying me this much, but I'm making this much. And that means I'm getting this much exposure to the game of golf. You owe me, you, I'm owed more than what I'm getting. Yeah. That's it. You know, maybe that's trailblazing for like future generations ahead in the game of golf to like get them more money. Yeah, that makes sense. That, I mean, it really does. But I'm also, what if like one of these top 10 guys, I don't know, like kills someone or like, you know, does something bad. uh, Are they going to be? Because, you know, they obviously we talked about a lot. So I'm assuming that this algorithm has a way to differentiate between like positive and negative. Yeah, yeah. I would assume, I mean, that would be, it has to, it has to. It has to, but it's just funny to think about, you know, what if like on trend, you know, one of them comes out as like a pedophile. Yeah. Or like a wife beater. Top 10, because they'll definitely be talked about in the top 10. Yeah, exactly. No, that's funny. Hope you guys thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. You might need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. No, I actually think I read that it will distinguish between positive and negative, but at some level, people troll so fucking much on the internet. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you can really distinguish some of it. So yeah. it would almost be interesting to see like one of these top 10 dudes royally fuck up and um, oh, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. And then like number 11 is just bumped right up in. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. I would assume they would just be like, oh, this guy made a, might've made the top 10, but he's yeah. out now. He's canceled. Yeah. So next in line, number 11, yeah. lucky number 11. But anyway, yes, we will see how this bonus pool goes. Everyone pray for Rainy. Hope she gets on the bonus pool this year. Yes. Come on. I'm going to start just talking about golf all the time on all my socials. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. That's funny. Okay. Um, moving on to some not so great news, but oh. summertime sadness. Our boy Sean Lee is when? retiring. And I'm very upset about this. Not really because I know it's just it's time. beyond fucking necessary, but I love Sean Lee. I love him so yeah, much. I and I hate that, I know. you know, he just could never like not be injured. I feel like. You no, know, like he missed like, what was it like 50? I actually wrote it down. Cause I was like, holy shit. Cause he played 11 seasons with Dallas, but he like missed the entire 2014 season. Cause he tours ACL, but he missed in 11 seasons. He missed 50 eight games which let's be real he's a fucking linebacker 
it's not like he's no offense, like some other position that doesn't get like hit as much as a linebacker. Like that's hardcore. And I'm not saying nobody else is hardcore. I'm just saying like, come on. So to play 11 seasons and do what he did is like pretty amazing. But yeah, he did miss a lot of games, but I will say after he missed that season with a torn ACL, he came back and the next two seasons went to the pro bowl. And one of those years he was voted all pro. So because he is fucking badass. Is. But and definitely like, going to miss him. You know, granted, we've had to kind of figure out figure out how to play without him for some a while. Oh but um, <laughs> yeah. when we did have him, it was nice. So um, I wish he would coach or something like because there's yeah. nothing. Who knows what he's going to do? But I wish he would stay on and coach because yeah. he already does that, right? Yeah, so, he really has like kind of found this role as a coach and just leader. like a leader. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A leader. And you're always would see him on the sidelines, like helping and talking to, especially like Van Der Esch. Like he, I think has yeah. been a really big mentor on his game. And, you oh. know, I think we're seeing the fruits of that labor. So I'm with you. I hope that he finds himself some kind of coaching leadership situation and particularly with the Dallas Cowboys, like yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, you know, yeah, you, seeing him on the sidelines forever. Yeah, same. God. Very attractive. <laughs> yeah, I love him a lot. Um, yeah, big, just, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. He's also just like a really good person. But yeah. if you want to like, you know, just cry a little bit, if you're in the mood, just go read his retirement statement that he posted on Instagram. Yeah. Because, wow. I was like, I can't read this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, my, my, my heart and soul can't take it. It can't. But... but like you said, I mean, it's time he's yeah. done his duty. Like he needs to not like put himself in anymore. Yeah. He already did. That. He already went beyond like what he should have with his body. Yeah. And you know, we appreciate it, but it's like, dude, it's just done. Yeah. Number 50 on our roster. Number one in our hearts. Sean Lee. Right. Love so you forever. Can't lose. You know, always a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't always know a classic saying. too. Anyway, we'll stop obsessing about Sean Lee. <laughs> Never, but for now. <laughs> um, but staying in the world of the NFL, we are going to talk about this new number situation, new number rule that everyone is up in arms about. Yeah. So the proposal that was actually submitted by the Kansas City Chief um, adjusts the restrictions on basically who can wear which jersey numbers. So this will specifically unlock the number of players eligible to wear single digit numbers, which before was restricted to quarterbacks, kickers, and punters. The expanded jerseys will allow running backs, tight ends, fullbacks, wide receivers to wear numbers one through 49 and 80 through 89. Defensive backs can choose from one through 49, linebackers one through 59 and 90 to 99. Fuck this goes on. O-linemen, can choose from 50 to 79 and defensive linemen 50 to 79 and 90 to 99 QBs kickers and punters will remain in one through 19. So yeah, I think when I first hear this, I'm like just fucking annoyed. I don't need people changing fucking numbers. Like I just don't keeping up with the 49 bajillion of you to begin with is hard, but let's just like keep it where we're at. But that's just me being me and like selfishly being like, stop fucking my memory up. Thanks. Yeah. But we've got other people way more important than me in the NFL coming out and saying (laughs) their piece. And I know like probably the number one example is Tom Brady really um, spotlighting the safety issues of this and kind of just mainly saying there's issues with blocking the right people now, knowing who your middle linebackers are and that that's going to create a bit of confusion, going to probably cause some like not great football. Yeah. I'm like specifically like protection of the quarterback. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Safety issues. And, and that's probably the A number one reason we should be concerned with not my memory, but yeah. it's, um, kind of, it's kind of weird to me because like, he, well, I mean, it's Tom Brady. So obviously, but he's really the only one I've heard come out and like, really not be down with this because a lot of people are like really excited about it. And really the main reason, at least Kansas City, why they even did this is because they've retired so many numbers, they don't have enough numbers for people to wear. Like yeah. with 
within their kind of crazy. I'm like, Kansas, like what is your policy on retiring numbers? Like, I mean, I know y'all have been good like the last three years, but well, they used to be good back in the day too. Well, I know, but like good enough to have that big of an issue with numbers. That's my point. I'm like, like sounds like y'all just need fucking unretire some numbers. Yeah, unretire some numbers or like tighten those purse strings on who the fuck can retire a number. Also, I'm going to say this because I'm a psycho. Uh, they're technically in Missouri, so I don't. Ca- I wouldn't call them Kansas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though I know you just shortened the word, but I was yeah, like, no, I know they're not in Kansas, the state, like, but Kansas. I live there. I live there one year and take offense between Kansas and Missouri for some reason. I was trying to look at who is like the head of the NFL Players Association because I know somebody with the NFL Players Association posted on like Instagram, the story, and they put like dumb on it. So like, it wasn't just Tom Brady that was like kind of- No, I didn't think, I figured there was more. I just- I just don't know, like like you, like I don't know the names of like anyone else who was really being about it, but I think there definitely were others. I just don't have them written down. Yeah, so apparently they have 10 players with retired jerseys, but still I'm like, I don't get it. Like to me, and I don't know, like a lot of people are excited about it, right? Which I get, but also. But excited about it, like, why? Like, I guess I just don't see. I don't see the benefit. is coming from yeah. other than just like pure, like, oh, I want a sick number situation. Or like, ooh. I my number I, from college or whatever. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Like, I think Derrick Henry was number two in college and he's obviously yeah. not now. Yeah, because I think that's the main thing is a lot of people, they had specific numbers in college that they can't have now because of the, like the positions yeah. they play. I'm surprised that the NFL would loosen any type of rule that has a potential safety issue. Well, yeah, and not even just safety, but like, I feel like, and maybe I'm super wrong here, but I feel also with calls and things like that, like, yeah, if, like these refs are paying attention to numbers because that's what tells them. I mean, now they're going to have to learn this whole new set, which is like kind of crazy and a lot more. Yeah. So like, wouldn't that, that's going to affect like, like an ineligible man downfield call. How no, do you I know? Think that's a good point that I haven't really thought of. So I don't know. It's just, I'm interested to see how it works because it just seems know. like an extra like level of chaos that we just don't need. Yeah. Like it's kind of the opposite of like the NBA playoff thing. I'm like, well, that could be interesting. It's kind of exciting yeah. or yeah. even like the PGA thing, but like this, I'm just like, so yeah, unretire some numbers. Like yeah, that's your option. could impact a lot of shit that I'll be pissed about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if it doesn't go my way. Well, cause you know, it's going to affect the Cowboys because well, we already got it'll affect the Cowboys. We have enough problems getting calls on our side. Yeah, exactly. What a nightmare. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think I'm more aligned with old TB12 on this one, but. Yeah, maybe I'm being a little like, maybe I'm being a little immature, but I'm like, let's just keep yeah. it the way it is. Like, let's not, let's not go rocking that boat, please. And then I feel like, you know, once you opened it, you can't close Pandora's box here. So no. I don't know, but I guess it's what's done is done. We're, we're, yeah. it's, we're going to have to live with it. So, so everyone see. get ready for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, soon enough. <laughs> yeah. And then up last here, or at least probably last. Uh, we'll see what we get into. The NFL draft is this Thursday, the 29th. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. I know very much talked about, which I mean, always is. I think the draft is always a pretty exciting time for everyone. Agreed. This is a very big quarterback class this year. So everyone's kind of talking about that heavy, heavy, heavy potential for this to be the first time since 1999 that we see a QB go one, two, three. Yeah. The last time that happened was Donovan McNabb's year. And then another like kind of fun fact in the quarterback world is that this could be the first, or this could be the first time in like the 2000s era that we see five quarterbacks go in the top 10. The only yeah. other time that's happened was in 2018 with the Sam Darnold class. Oh yeah, that was so. Yeah, just a few like fun facts there. Weird stuff. We're not doing like a mock draft, but we're just like talk our way through like the main points here, and I think like potential in the top like ten or something. I don't. Yeah, for sure. No, this I thought was super interesting. Out of like twenty five teams that traded up, like basically the team that was acquiring the pick got a better value than the team that was trading up, like for the higher pick. Um, So out of like 25 out of 25. 
but I'm I'm interested to see like how many teams actually have their original first round draft pick this year. So many people fucking traded their first yeah, round. Yeah, no, there's definitely, and there's still potentially like more to come. Obviously, yeah. like I mean, it could happen like the freaking during. during the draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's always what throws a kinks into all these like mock drafts is yeah. you know trades and then people like not going with you know obvious picks and. I think we know, obviously, like Trevor Lawrence is a lock. Yeah, he's- there's no need to overthink that. I think the only thing with that's interesting about Jacksonville is beyond Trevor Lawrence, you know, with Urban Meyer, what's he going to yeah, do next? Yeah. They have a lot on their plate. They can yeah. do a lot with, you know, what they have in terms of picks and like where they're at on the board. Yeah. They, they get Trevor Lawrence and then kind of work on protecting Trevor Lawrence or... Do they kind of go to the other side of the ball and work on, you know, defense? I think they'll have a lot to work with on both sides, but I'm just really interested to see where they go after Trevor Lawrence. Definitely me too. um, You know, a lot of Zach Wilson talk um, in terms of like him going to the Jets second pick, which seems to be kind of the general consensus right now from what I can tell. Kind of shocks me a little bit. I feel like his push has kind of happened really more like end of season, postseason, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, in during the regular season, I think we were having these conversations more like with Justin Fields, yeah, who's kind of dropped back more. I think it's interesting because I think Zach Wilson's obviously talented. I think he has a lot of arm power, but I also think I don't know how much high pressure situation we've seen him in in yeah. you know, his career and how that'll translate to the NFL. That's a very big jump. And I think it's a jump always, but I was kind of surprised that him sounds like he will be going to the Jets and like being the number two pick. But yeah, we also have in our QBs, we have Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, along with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, who I already mentioned. Those are the five. Like I said, we'll kind of have to see where they go, but I think a lot of people are thinking one, two, three will definitely be a quarterback situation. And then maybe even four or five being quarterbacks. We also have names like Kyle Pitch, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell that are, you know, very high favorites in the top 10. I think there's still a big conversation about will Devonte Smith go in the top 10 or not. And no, I think he'll interested in that. be on the cusp. I know we talked about it on the podcast, like very early on in the season. And I was like, he'll go top five. Yeah. I don't know about that anymore, but that was just. Well, but we also didn't realize what the quarterback situation was going to be in the NFL by that. Right. Point. Exactly. So. And I think it'll be interesting to see like where the first defensive player goes. Um, I think it could be uh, sensible for the Broncos or the Cowboys in like the nine or 10 spot, depending on like how that all shakes out and what they end up deciding to do. You know what? I'm see where where everybody lands. Yeah. Like I'm excited. I love the draft, which is so stupid. Maybe not the whole thing, but like, I I really love it. I think there's a lot, like I, will say like, I've never been like a big like draft person. Like I have an interest, but I'm never like, oh my God, about the draft. I'm kind of weird. And maybe it's only been like the last few years. It hasn't been forever, but I don't know. There's something about just like sitting there, like, I don't know, like you're in it with them or whatever. You're like having some mimosas and like, yeah, just, well, no, that's oh, what I'm shit. saying. Though. Cowboys are up in like three minutes. Like, what are they going to do? And then like immediately being like, oh, who the fuck did we just draft? Like, I don't know that person. And then like going and reading like everything about them and either being excited or pissed and then like reading what everybody's writing. Like, I don't know. It's, it's exciting to me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no, I just think it's funny that you're like, I don't know. I love it. I'm kind of weird. I'm like, no, I think I'm the weird one. Cause I'm like weirdly not that into it. Like yeah. I'm into it, but I don't, I don't go like crazy about it. Like yeah. you would think I would being as interested as I am in football and whatever, but I do not know why I'm on the edge of my seat about this because I really don't give a shit. Um, the 49er. Yeah, like, no. I, I have I, to know what they're going to do. Yeah, no, that was a big one that I was kind of looking at. And I mean, I think it, I don't know. I think it makes sense for them to take a quarterback, but I, and especially with the whole like interest that, that we know now that they kind of had in. Mac Jones for, or well, anyway, keep going. Well, not even Mac Jones. Like, I do think that that could be what what happens. But fuck, why can't I think? Um, German Fest, that's why. Yeah, no shit. Um, Deshaun Watson, like, they were, like, kind of noted to be interested in that. 
And then I want to say the Russell Wilson trade. I also want to say even the um, other big trade that happened. um, The Rams. It was the Rams. Rams and the Lions. Yeah. Stafford. Uh, Stafford. I almost said Bradford. Stafford and... um, Blondie. Yeah. Oh my God. Goff. We have got to go to sleep. (laughs) We have goff to go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Goff to go to sleep. Yes. Yeah. So I want to say there was even like they had made some calls about one or both of them before too. So like all evidence to me points to a quarterback, but I don't know. Yeah. The Dolphins, I'm really interested to see what their plan is based on their most recent changes. And like, like I said, this is probably one of the more intrigued I've been in the draft, mainly because of the pod. And and again, not that I'm never interested. It's just, I'm always like, oh, I'll catch all it afterwards, you know? Yeah. And obviously, you know, we'll be breaking this down more on our next pod Mm -hmm. because we'll know what actually went down, but So pumped. I've probably been a lot more wired into like what's going on this year than I have in the past. No, and it well, and I think it's just also been an interesting year, right? Like in college and NFL. I mean, there were, you know, a, f- a few players that's opted out college, right? So, like, what's gonna happen to them? Because there were some top contenders that did that. So what's gonna happen with them? Where are they gonna get drafted? There was no combine. There's all these different things that are going into this this year. That how does anybody know? Like these teams don't know, like they in particularly have been super quiet about what they're going to do. The 49ers. Oh no, for sure. And like, Like, at first they were kind of like, Oh yeah, that's what we're interested in. Blah, blah, blah. Like Adam Schefter was like saying stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, he's like, I have no idea. Yeah. And then somebody else, or maybe that was field Yates, but then like Matthew Barry was like, "Eh, they don't know what they're doing or you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) And maybe they don't. We'll see. Well, and like, is it Chris Sims who like always kind of has wild draft takes and, but shockingly, he's kind of not wrong, wrong a lot of the times, but he kind of had a lot of wild takes that people are like, no fucking way. But then it's like, you look at his past history and it's like, well, he's kind of gotten some of his wild takes weren't necessarily wrong in the past. So, you know, I I don't know what all he said, but I was interested to go back and look because apparently he kind of shook up the internet with his takes, but, or his drafter. I don't fucking know. Crazy. Yeah. So very, very wild times. Cannot wait to see where Mm -hmm. everyone goes specifically for our boys. Oh no. We got to protect our boy back. Yeah. We got a, we got a lot riding on that one. So we need to, we got to Seattle up. (laughs) Yeah. Seattle up. Now with the numbers changing, we really got to fucking have some extra practice time to fucking learn everybody's new numbers. Yeah. I'm going to have to fucking make note cards or something. Seriously. What the fuck, man? So yeah, I don't know. Anything else on the draft that you had? Not me. Like the mock draft thing, I think is cool. If that's what you're into. I think I just really drive, stay away from that. But mad respect to the people who do and you know appreciate them because i've definitely been listening to several different podcasts that have done like mock draft episodes to kind of see like what they say and what they where they take some of the Mm -hmm. the areas where you're just like not sure yeah okay hey that's it for this week on women can't parlay please go rate us five stars leave us a review share with your friends yeah, tell your friends, tell your fans. Subscribe to us on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Listen, 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 listen. Get us over that 5K hump, which I think we probably already are. So we appreciate yeah. all of those who have yeah, helped thanks, us do guys. that. Yeah. I feel like that's a really awesome, you know, Beat. benchmark for us. Hells yeah. And I'm hopeful that like, you know, we can set a new goal of like 10,000 and the next three months or something. Maybe that's a little aggressive. I don't know. I have to do the math, but, or, you know, we set like an, a year goal for October. I don't know. We need to set some goals. We need to like, yeah, we have a lot of different ideas out floating, but we need to like make those ideas a reality. Um, large conversations with our head of merchandise this last weekend. Yes, we did. We have so many ideas. Um, None of them make sense, except they all make sense for us. Yeah. They're all, incredibly amazing and i think a lot of you will like them too um yeah merch merch coming to you probably not soon but someday (laughs) yeah oh yeah we're getting there guys we're getting there slowly but surely we appreciate you we have a uh a fight right now for our biggest fan 
Um, yeah, we do. We do have a knockdown drag out happening with who is our number one fan. So if you'd like to enter, please yeah. tell us that you listen to us. <laughs> yeah. We, and honestly, we really do love to hear from people. You know, even if you tell us that we're wrong or something, just yeah, hit us up. Something. Let us know your thoughts. Help yeah. us spread the word to everyone on yeah. social media. In the world. Give us a nice shout out. We will return the favor. We will give you yeah. a shout out. We will rate you. We will review you also. So if you're another like indie podcast yeah. or a famous podcast, even better, <laughs> definitely will always, always like listen to you and support you if you're supporting us. Totally. And when we ever have time, we'll do a collab because I yeah. think that sounds really fun. I just, you know, haven't been home for two months. So yeah, no, agree. Like we, um, you know, summer gets busy, but I think we're maybe Rainy's travel might be calming down soon. So yeah, girl, we can actually do collabs. So um, we have a list. It's ha- it's coming, and look forward to it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. So um, thanks for tuning in once again. And, uh, we'll uh, see you later. Goodbye. Bye bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.